What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the WWJD What Would Jesus Do podcast. I'm with one of my really good friends who I met through another friend, and her name's Allie. Uh, and she, I'm going to interview her today. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, different things. Uh, she's a sophomore in high school, just like myself. And uh, we're just going to talk all about Jesus. But we're going to start with the main question of the podcast. And Allie, that's what's a time in your life that you had to ask yourself, what would Jesus do? Um, I think like being in high school it's really difficult because you know you're like as a Christian you're like you're like the opposite of what everyone else is at least we like strive to be and so we have like very like contrasting values and you know we're called to like speak about that and so there have been several times where I've done that and you get a lot of like backlash for that and there's just a lot of like like cancel culture and like just a lot of hate that comes with that because the world doesn't want anything to do with Jesus. And so, yeah, so there's been several times where um, I have wanted to respond in a way that um, out of like the way that people have treated me, like I've been tempted to respond in a way that isn't what Jesus would do. But then the Holy Spirit like taps my heart and he's like, okay, well, what would, what would I do in this situation? And then like you question and you're like, wait, like I still have to love these people even when they're not loving me because that's what Jesus would do. For sure. And I think part of that is also going along with the fact that people know that Jesus is real. They hate that so much that they have to act out of anger. And that makes ourselves want to act out of anger. And, you know, they want us to act out of anger because then they can call us out for it. They're like, you're a Christian. You can't do that. And Mm -hmm. I think that's part of it as well. Uh, let's talk about high school and following Jesus in high school, because that's a big thing. Uh, so just talk about that in general. What's it like to follow Jesus in high school? Um, following Jesus in high school is very difficult. I think, I think following Jesus in general is a difficult thing. If we're really picking up our cross and following him, it's just not easy because you're, you're kind of going against the current of like society and like culture. So it's hard, but I think especially in high school, because everyone is just trying to fit in and prior to getting to know Jesus that's what I was doing too and so I think it's just it's difficult but it's also a huge like it's it's a really huge privilege to like be able to know Jesus and like like have the privilege of like being able to talk about him to to people who are lost and who need him like um like who, who I used to be like there's so many people who are just like empty and like looking for something to fill them and it's, it's actually a huge honor to like have the Holy Spirit and like have like, um, like the authority, like that God has blessed us with to like go out and like be the church and like tell people and yeah, but it's definitely really hard. And sometimes it's, it's really easy to feel alone because my, a big part of my community is my online friends because at my high school, I go to a public high school so there's not a lot of people that follow Jesus at all there's people who say that they're Christian but there's not a lot of people who like live by that and it's just it's hard because there's not much community at all I I have I have three friends that are that like bear fruit um for the Lord so yeah it's really tough sometimes it's really easy to feel alone um but God is faithful and he's shown up so many times and he'll continue to, I'm sure. Uh, but it's definitely difficult. And um, just thank God that he's like, he's given us that, that like privilege to speak and 
to go out and tell lost people about him because we all need him. Right. And I think that's one thing that sets high school apart from a work field or something else is the fitting in aspect. Uh, everyone's there. Everyone wants to fit in. They want to feel like they're the big guy in, in high school. And that's just the way it is. I mean, I'm just going to set it frank. Yeah. Um, but the difference in that in the work field is there's non-believers in the work field, but they're not there to fit in. You know, they're there to do their job and get out because they're ready to go home at the end of the day. And I think that's something also to point out and that's worth pointing out is because there's a lot of people in high school that just just want to fit in. You know, it that doesn't matter if they're having to cuss. That doesn't matter if they're having to smoke. That doesn't matter if they're having to drink, go party, have sex, whatever it is like they they're there to fit in. And it, it's it's really sad to see this as our culture that we live in. But I think part of that also just shows that Jesus is coming back really soon, you know, and everyone continues to say Jesus is Jesus is coming back soon. Jesus is coming back soon. I hear they've said that for years. They've said that for years. But I'm like, it's a different story now. You know, like everything is starting to align with the time frame that Jesus is going to come back and like everything in the real, real world and the aspect of like just local communities. You know, they're like even these local communities that, you know, have tons of churches, you know, there's adults that are majority Christian in the area. It's very a conservative area. Those schools still have that drinking, partying, mm -hmm. having sex, stuff like that in it, just because that's the culture that we live in now. And it's so sad. Yeah, right. And I think also, it's also the fact that like, this is the age where like, you know, it's like hormones are raging and we're trying to figure out who we are and what we're supposed to be doing on this like why am I here like everyone's asking themselves the same question like what am I here for what am I supposed to be doing where does my identity come from like who am I like you know like it's just it's really difficult because and I think it's like in the environment of like public high schools and just just like our age group in general like I think even like private schools like I went to a private I went to a catholic um I went to a catholic elementary school from third grade to sixth grade and there there was all the things like there was obviously less than high school but there was cursing like nobody cared about god or anything and we had we literally had a period um of like we had a class where we would pull out our like our books i remember like it would be like religion books and we would like read about like the beatitudes and the saints and things like that just like i literally like i went to a school that was post tell us about God and we didn't care like we did that we had we had no desire to to like really get to know God because we honestly weren't being taught correctly um what it what it means to like know Jesus but yeah I think it's also different because everyone is looking for their identity and everyone's trying to figure out like who they are especially at like in like our age range from like 12 even like yeah even like 12 to like 19 it's just like what am I doing here? But I think it's like that through all of life too. Right. And that shows like, not just in school, I mean, yes, in school, but like also if you really look into statistically, like people who join the LGBTQ plus community, like that happens in high school because they're trying to figure out who they are and they think that that's their identity, even though it's not, you know, it's, it's sin. Okay. And, you know, even the things that we view as good, are, are bad and the things that we view as bad are good like it, it's right. it's a it's an opposite upside effect. down yeah, yeah it's it's so upside down and it's really sad like really really sad 
Um, but let's talk about the online community because you briefly mentioned that and how a lot of your friends are online. Uh, I know that you're a TikToker, social media, that, that kind of thing. I think that's most of our generation now. Uh, and let's talk about sharing Jesus on the platforms that God has gifted us with. Okay. So I think that, I think it's huge. I think I've made so many friends, like so much of my community is um, involving like so many like Christian TikTokers. Um, there's like a Bible study that I go to that I'm sure you know about but like um I that's how I met like so many of my like online friends and it's just like it's just it's awesome to like have someone to talk about Jesus and like people like look at what we post like so it's really really important for us to go out and like talk about like we all talk about what we think is important like on our social media like we're we're gonna post about what we find important and it's so important to talk about Jesus because so many people need it. And we never know what someone's going through where they just happen to scroll and they see something that could change their lives. That's how I was. That's how I got saved. I was on TikTok and I was, I grew up Christian, but I didn't like, it was just a thing where I was like, Hey God, can you protect me? Like, that's it. Like it wasn't, I had no relationship and I wasn't saved and I wasn't an actual Christian, but when I, I was just sitting in quarantine in 2020 and I was just sitting and I was scrolling through TikTok and I saw a TikTok and it changed everything. So it's, it's like, that's the reason that I'm here, like talking to you right now. And it's just like, my life is like completely different, you know? And it's just all because someone was obedient to post something that God was calling them to post. Right. And that's one thing that makes TikTok and social media so special is because what's laid on our heart, what the Holy Spirit gives us is given to us for us to make content for it, for someone out there to be saved, for someone to come to Christ. And that's just so amazing. It gives me chills every time I think about it because right. the Holy Spirit works in our life. So amazing. You know, God is so present in our life and people do not realize it. I made a TikTok recently that was talking about pe Christians that, well, people that call themselves Christians that are going out and making fun of people. And that is one thing that will frustrate me to no end, because instead of sharing the gospel with them, you're making fun of them and you're poking fun of them, whether it's for the way they look, the way they dress, the way they eat, the, the size that they are, whatever it is, you're making fun of them. And you could be sharing the gospel with them. They may not know Jesus. They may. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, the thing is, is we're going to be judged for that one day. You know, we're going to be judged and God's going to say, you know, this person that you made fun of in 2014, 2016, whenever it was. They weren't saved. They're not in heaven. You had yeah. the opportunity to share the gospel with them, you know, like, and it, it's like, people are like, well, that that's so sad. And I'm like, yeah, like change it, change your ways, you know, like mm -hmm. it, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, there's going to be those times that you're like still poking fun at people, you know, it's just, it's human nature to be rude to people and it's sad, but you, you have to change because if you don't like those people don't know Jesus either. And like, what are you showing them if you're saying you're a Christian and then going out and making fun of them, you know, it, especially right. if they hear about it, like it's, it's just really sad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's really difficult. And I think, I think it does make such a difference. I think there's so many times where I'll be sitting here, like spending my time with the Lord and like reading his word and just like, he's just like teaching me things and like, just, I'll like feel the Holy Spirit like tug on my heart and be like I need you to go and talk like get your 
Instagram, like swipe to your story and start recording the video. Like, and I'm like, oh. he's, he, and he's like, yeah, talk about this. Talk about what I just revealed to you. And I'll be like, okay. And, and I'll make the video and I'll post it. And like within an hour, I've had people swipe up and be like, I really needed to hear this. And it's, it's insane. It's genuinely insane. Like, just like the fact that something like my obedience, the Holy Spirit, like tugged on my heart and wanted me to post something. And I didn't know who was going to, who was, who it was going to like move or like, if anyone would even like say anything at all, if anyone would even like be moved by it at all. But like, there, like that, I remember like that's happened a few times and it's just like, wow, like the Holy Spirit knows what he's doing. And there's times where I'm sure people like needed to hear something and sometimes they just don't swipe up, but like, we don't know what God is working. So we can't just take it amongst ourselves to be like, oh, well, nobody needs to hear that because we don't know. And the Holy Spirit knows everyone's heart. And it's just beautiful to see that when people are like, I really needed this. Like, thank you for your obedience. It's just like, wow. Like the Holy Spirit is like moving and it's crazy. Right, for sure. Like I post uh, TikToks sometimes and, you know, they're just like the most random TikToks. It's, it's like God just is like, post that. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So I do. And then within like a few days, it's like you have just scroll and like yeah. there's there's maybe a hundred comments and all of them are the same thing. I needed this so bad. Thank you for mm-hmm. this. I just, I've really needed to hear this. That This is such a great reminder. I needed this. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it just shows that God is so present in our lives. And, you know, like if we truly submit to him and truly let him change our life around, it's for so, like, it's so great. Like, it's just so amazing yeah. to see how God works. And like, we, yeah. we as Christian influencers have seen it on a whole other level because God, even in the midst of quarantine and this bad season that we've been in for the past two years, he's worked things for the good. And like, I've seen people's life change or life's changed around myself. My life's changed around. Many of my friends are like you who are people who didn't know Jesus and found a video on TikTok. Maybe it was David Ladding. Maybe it was Grayson Beard. And I don't know who it was, but they saw a video and they were like, wow, they gave their life to Christ. And right. now they're just walking on that path. And yeah. it's just so, so amazing. Yeah, it's really a huge, like, testimony to, like, who God is and, like, the fact that just because, like, we can't do anything in the circumstance, like, we can't fix anything, like, we can't bring anything good of it, of course we can, like, we're human beings, but, like, there's a God who created everything and everyone, and he's more than capable. If he allowed it to happen, he works all things out for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose, so he, like, if he did something, and it's just, I was actually reading, um, I was reading my, I was reading like a devotional that I got the other day. It's called Jesus Calling. And I was reading it and it was talking like about how like nothing like just because like, okay, the whole world was on lockdown. Like in God's eyes, it's not like there us like as humans might be freaking out, but God is like, I'm like, like, it's cool. Like I'm going to do something through this. And that's why he's allowing it to happen. He knows exactly what's going to happen. It's just crazy like that. I'll never forget that. Like it was a terrible time, but like God used it for his glory. And like, it's insane because if maybe if like we wouldn't have gone into quarantine and, and maybe I wouldn't have known Jesus, like maybe I would have still been doing whatever I was doing before and possibly like concerned, like in spite of like all the things that I was going through, I might not have even like been like 
like okay like I might not have even been like possibly not even alive because of like I was going through so much and like everything like changed like Jesus changed the whole like story right yeah for sure and like that's one thing that I want to bring up too is like my pastor this past yeah this past Sunday um he was talking about how him and his wife were watching TV. You know, I don't know if you're keeping up with the Ukraine Russia situation, but it's a big deal right now. And uh, by the time that I'm filming that we're filming this, this will be weeks later when you're watching or listening, but um, you know, there's a lot going on over there and, and we're, we're getting close to world war three. And he said something that was so amazing because she was like, dang, this feels like we're at the beginning stages of world war three, his wife did. And he said, and guess what? God is still good. God is still sovereign. And it's so amazing because he is like, even in the midst of tough situations and tough times, God has a purpose for it. And like, you know, there's a lot of speculation, like, is the end times really, really close? And like, we're not here to get into that, but like, you know, like it's, it's like, even if it is, God is still good, you know? And like you said, he works all things out for the good of his people. And it's just really amazing. Yeah. Right. And I think, I think it's just like if if Paul writing his letters to the churches said like listen like Jesus is coming back soon then how like how much sooner like now that we're like thousands of years later like you know like but it's good it's like not something for us to be afraid of as followers of Christ it's it's for something it's something that we should like be going out and like telling people like gently but with urgency like listen like you know like the king of the universe like he's he's coming and and people need it because there's so many people like I know around me that like I love and like friends and family that don't know him and it's just it's just all the more like a call to go out and be bold you know so yeah for sure like like you said like how how much sooner could it be really and it's just really crazy because a lot of the communities like I was talking about earlier that are you know small town communities that you know you think they just they all know Jesus you know they're all conservative they are the communities that need him the most because Mm -hmm. those communities are the people that still think that you know because they've been told this for from whoever that you know reading your bible at church once a week is what saves you and it's not it's not at all it's it's totally different like you have to fully submit and let God turn your life around because he will, like he truly will if you let him. And it's, it's something that like a lot of those, those communities need him really bad right now. And it's like, you know, well, who do I spread the gospel to? Everyone in my community knows him. No, they don't. No, they don't. There's no way that everyone in your community is truly safe. There's just no way. Even if your community is like mine and it's, it's a small town community, everyone knows everyone type of thing. And everyone's, you know, Christian, there's people out there that aren't. They still believe that, you know, going to church on Sunday is what saves them. And it's not. And they have to realize that and truly get saved. And, you know, that's what it's going to be like. It's like the end times are coming really soon. You know, whether it's 80 years from now or it's in the next few months, whatever it is, the end times are coming really soon. And uh, people need need Jesus because there's going to be a day when the followers of Jesus will, will rise and we will be gone. And at that point, um, I won't get too much into all of that right now, but at that point, you know, you have to make a a decision later on to, to surrender yourself to Jesus and, 
that that in itself is something that's that's crazy and you can get into it at a later topic but yeah it's it's so crazy that a lot of people don't know jesus and they still people think that just everyone does and it's like no they don't like they truly don't hey y'all i quickly wanted to tell you about a ministry that I'm a part of and a ton of other guests from this season are a part of, um, and that's called Rooted Ministries. The whole purpose of the ministry is to seek lost people and to help them get guided to Christ. Um, the way we do that is in a form that we can connect with the people that are new believers. Once they can connect, they can fill out a form for the ministry um, and we will get in contact with them from there. And then from there, we can even go a step further and help them find a local church in their community. If you're interested in helping out, or if you're interested in just knowing a little bit more about the ministry, head over to www.rootedofficial.org. Again, that's www.rootedofficial.org. So let's talk a little bit about... Uh, relationships in high school and because I know you're in a relationship people that are here for you you know they know you from social media know that you're in a relationship let's talk about that relationships in high school as a Christian okay so I think high school relationships are very it's very difficult because um a lot like most like most relationships are just about you know like things like sex and oh like it's it's very it's a very like selfish thing like it's like okay like you give me what I want and that's basically what it is and um but like I think like really like even like as Christians in general like everything that we do should should be like glorifying God and and the way that we can do that is like basing our lives um off of his word and like storing his word up in our hearts so I think concerning like relationships no matter like how old you are what stage of life you're in like it's it's gotta be like glorifying God and in line with his words so um I think it's really important especially as uh people like our age in high school to set up very important boundaries um because we've gotta like protect each other's hearts um and like there's things that are set for marriage and things that are not like it's you know and so I it's really important to like have accountability too like um maybe that's like not being alone together or you know putting yourself in situations that you know that are going to tempt you or that you know like God's word says like we need to flee from like sexual immorality and I think people going into relationship have this high esteem where it's like no like I don't like I don't want to do that stuff and like I'm not going to want to like I can do whatever like I don't and it's not it's not just having sex that is not like you that's doing the things leading up it's not like seeing how far you can get to the like how close you can get to the line before you cross it it's staying farthest away from it as you can it's glorifying god it's not oh let's just not have sex we can do everything else no it's not what it is it's glorifying god like and if the relationship isn't glorifying god then we shouldn't be in it at all and that also leads me to say that if us as Christians, we're following Jesus. If we're running after the Lord, we shouldn't be with someone who isn't because they're naturally going to keep us from doing that. Whether we want to acknowledge it or not, 
God's word tells us to be equally yoked. We should not be unequally yoked with um, non-believers. And it's just so important. It's so like everyone underestimates it, but it's really important because if you're in a relationship, like you're spending time with this person and this person is influencing you, bad company corrupts good morals. Like that's, that's how it is. So we have to watch, we have to look, especially for the fruit. Anybody can say that they're a Christian. Anybody can say that they're a Christian, you know, like, but fruit, you can't fake fruit. You can't fake when you're put on the spot, when someone's yelling at you, how is that person responding when, when they're, when someone's being rude to them? Like, and obviously nobody's perfect. And that's something that I've struggled with a lot is putting expectations on my boyfriend that are not realistic and it's, and it's hard, but it's so important to like have mercy, obviously, but like there should be fruit. If there's not fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. If there's not that, then do they really have the Holy Spirit? And it's hard to ask yourself, but you've got to ask yourself and ask the Holy Spirit to like test your heart and like be like, Holy Spirit, like tell me what's up. Like, I don't want to hear what I want to hear. I want to hear what you have to tell me um, because that relationship could damage your relationship with God and that's the most important thing in our lives so yeah for sure like uh part of the problem with high school relationships and this isn't just high school this goes on to college and even older people is um there's this set standard that dating isn't to marry anymore and that's really sad because you know if you're not dating to marry what are you dating for you know because like the end goal in a relationship is to marry them. And that's the whole reason that you're dating them, you know, is to say, you know, at the end of the day, we're married, we're, we're not perfect, but God's let this happen. And we're going to use it to the best of our ability, you know, we're going to be able to, to show Christ through our relationship. And Mm -hmm. that's something that the world doesn't realize is that, you know, like, dating to marry is something really important. And like, that's something that's not just important for believers, but important for like everyone is like realizing that standard because there's a lot of people that that still don't understand that. Yeah, I agree. I think it's so important. Like if you're looking and if you're starting to have any sort of feelings for someone, it's so important to be like, okay, like what I want this person raising my children, like what I want my child to act the same way that they do. Would I like be willing to be with this person for the rest of my life like is that something because why would I get myself involved with something that that isn't what I want to be with because that's what dating is for um to like we date to marry it's not just dating for the experience that's not you know like we're called to and when when two people do get married it's to glorify God and it's to tell people about Jesus together and have someone to do that with but like even then like it's something so like something that especially in high school like everybody thinks that they need to have someone to be happy but it's not there's so many things the world will tell you if you have this you'd be happy if you had this car you'd be happy if you had this phone you'd be happy well if you had all these clothes you'd be happy if you had this pair of shoes then you'd be happy like all you need is that it's not how it is and other people like having a significant other that is not your quote unquote other half that is not you will not be fulfilled by anything that person is going to fail you multiple times they're not going to be there every time you need them they're going to mess up just like you are and that's something that I've had to realize too and God continues to teach me like he's the only one that showed up 
every single time there's never been a time where i'm like oh where's god like he's, he's not here no he's there all every time all the time for if we just submit to him and we just like go to him he's there there's never a time that he's not with other people significant others it's like okay well i'm gonna text them and wait for them to respond god is right there and he's listening like all the time you know and it's just that's not gonna fill us and i think even us as christians like we have this thing that okay like my calling is to get married and that's no like god never yeah god never promised you anybody like right and i also think exactly i also think like everyone's like when a relationship doesn't work us girls especially were like don't worry like your husband he's there somewhere and i'm like wait wait did god tell her that because what is she supposed to be single like you (laughs) like you can't just say that you know like you don't you don't know like what god has in store for you and whatever it is spouse no spouse you're still you're you're still a child of god and that's what your that's what your highest calling is like to glorify the lord and you don't need another person to do that right like i sorry this is going a little off track but like this just cracks me up because i've got people in my dms before and they're like you know god told me that you were that we were just supposed to be in a relationship and i I just think that that stuff is, I find it hilarious. So people that have sent me that, I just, I'm praying for you. Uh, But like, (laughs) it's like, no, he doesn't tell you that like, that's, that's who you're supposed to date. Like, you know, it's It's just like, like, oh, he he told you, but he didn't tell me. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't tell me. So like, what, what's up? Like, what happened? Yeah, it's, it's just, I don't know. Like, that's not our identity. Like, and and I and that was such an important thing for me because before I knew Jesus, I I found my like validation, my identity from like attention from like boys and just attention from everyone in general. I'm just like searching for the approval of man a lot, and I still struggle with it sometimes today. Um, but it's just like that's not like I came into this world without a significant other, and I'll be fine if I'm supposed to stay like that. Like, and that's so important too when we're in like relationships. Well, if we find ourselves depending too much on our significant other, it is important to take some time away. And the, your significant other should understand, like, if you're prioritizing them over God and you tell them, like, I got to, like, back up because, like, my priorities are not straight. That person, if they're really looking out for you and, and like, pushing you towards the Lord, then they should be absolutely supportive of that. And it's it's really important because, you know, like, a significant other like one day they could just like leave and like you always have to ask yourself like would I be okay if they just weren't here like would I be okay if they just ended up leaving someday right like and this is something that I've witnessed firsthand uh on a personal experience that we won't get into too much but like you know the thing is is one day it in, unless Jesus comes back I'll say it like that unless Jesus comes back soon there's going to be a day where one of you all will pass and you will be separated for a period of time. And until the other one's called home, you will both be separated and you're going to have to live without them. If you're the one that's still left on this earth and your significant other has passed, you're left here, you know, and that that's part of it is you can't be finding your identity in a relationship. It can only be found in God Uh, because even if God calls that person home, we're told to keep walking keep keep walking the the path because god still has a purpose for us here and we're still supposed to do whatever it is even when it's hard like even seasons like that are hard but you still have a purpose on the earth and you you have to 
you have to be willing to fully submit and be willing to, you know, answer that calling and keep walking. Right. It's just, it's just like, you think about it and it's like, okay, I'm going to put my life, like I'm going to put my identity in something. Now, let me choose what it is because if it's clothes, well, those are going to leave. I'm not going to have those forever. Like there's just everything. Like you can test everything. Like everything is going to leave. Like there's even going to be a new heaven and a new earth. So what can we like put our foundation on here? Nothing like only the eternal God. Like that's, that's all that we can like trust in and put our complete identity and complete like surrender because he's never failed us. So why would he like, he's, he's a God that cannot lie. He has so many promises. And that's why we have to like read his word because it really does encourage us. Like that word is alive. Like it, it like, it penetrates like our spirit and like cuts through us and like in the best way possible like it's so refreshing and we need that because we hold on to that while we can't see the lord like we can't be face to face with him right now these promises this book full of promises that he gives us is what we have to hold on to um until we get to be with him again so yeah right like my thing is is like a lot i feel like a lot of people find their identity in money and like they feel like they have to be like this person they have to be that rich and the thing is is even people like bill gates and elon musk and these big 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 people that have money that they can't even count to like it's mm-hmm. it's huge numbers of money one day all of that money will be gone and they will meet their savior face to face and if they know jesus we know it that what happens he says well done my good and faithful servant and if you don't know jesus he says depart from me i never knew you and you spend eternity in either heaven or hell and that money isn't going to define you that relationship whatever it is it's not going to define you it's not going to satisfy you and like even if you're the richest person in the world you're still gonna have problems and like it it doesn't matter it's you're not going to be able to buy something away from your problems you know there's going to come a time you may be able to buy yourself away from some problems but there's going to come a time where you're not going to be able to because you know people passing away isn't up to us and like stuff like that it's just it's a totally different thing and like you can't can't change that you know there's going to come a time where where you have to you have to fully give that up you know it's like you're called home or well, I can't say home for everyone, but you're called to meet your savior face to face. And all of that stuff is left behind, like everything, like there is nothing that you will take with you, like nothing. We're even told that our body leaves, like the only thing that we take with us is our spirit, you know, that our, this body that we have right now is going to be gone. You know, it will be six feet under ground one day, all your money, all of your electronics, all of your, whatever you had, it's going to be gone one day. You're going to be six feet under and your spirit will be either in heaven or hell. And that's what scripture tells us. Right. And that's that. And it's like, it's, it's difficult because we don't see that with our eyes. What we see is what's here. And that's why, again, like we need God's word to like remind us of what the real truth is because like, the, like the, um, Satan is like here and he's like, he's like working in this world. Like he's the prince of this world. Like he, that's like we see all these things and we decide to live based off of it like we can't think that just because we follow jesus like we're like satan isn't like satan's trying to distract us all the more like keep us like try to get us far away from god as he can and he can't snatch us away from god's hand of course like 
nothing can separate us from him um but we have to like watch out like we have to be active we have to watch what we're spending our money on what we're spending our time on like it's it's really important because like um like where your heart is like your treasures are gonna be there too like that's we're gonna store up things based on what we really love and like materialism is a thing even with christians like it's really easy to like focus on the things that we have here but this stuff is all gonna fade away like so yeah right like satan is going to continue to like tell you like even in trials and tribulations satan's going to tell you like why would a loving god do that but the thing is is it's not because he wants to it's not because anything like that it's because you know adam and eve came here and and they sinned when they were told not to and because of that that's affected so many people now and it's like crazy but like it's just like you you know he doesn't want us to go through these trials that was never his intent at all but you have to realize that one day you won't have these trials anymore and we'll spend paradise with him and and like all of the things of this world are just gone and it's I look forward to that day because there's a lot of things here that I'm like oh I'm tired of it but like it's like you know like Satan is going to try to tell you like why would a loving God do that and it's it's not because he wants to he never wanted to it's because we we as people make those sinful desires and we sin every day and you know part of the thing part of it is is giving our life to Christ and saying you know it's not because of something we did, but it's because of you, you know, you were able to give us this opportunity. And like, because you sent your son, Jesus to die on a cross for our sin, we're able to spend eternity with you. And it's a powerful statement that a lot of uh, Christians even are like, I just feel like we hear it so much. That's just like, Oh yeah. Like that. that happened. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's, I, and, and also like God, like he lets us go through a lot of things to teach us and like, expand like make our character like more like him and like help us to endure and like give us more hope because if we make we make it through like he's he's gonna keep he's gonna keep um taking us through and even like even death isn't something to be afraid of because he's conquered that too so even like if and when we die like god's like we're gonna be with him either way like and that's like that's something like I used to be so paranoid and like I'm still afraid sometimes but God's working on it but like it's just like there's nothing that isn't in his control so like why should I be worrying obviously things are hard and thank God that he's the God of all comfort and that you know like he he gives us peace that surpasses all understanding and it's it's crazy like I've been learning he's been teaching me a lot about like his peace in the midst of whatever's going on um like on an ocean like there could be a violent storm that like throws giant ships back and forth and just a hundred feet below the surface it's quiet like there's nothing and it's and it's like that with God's peace it's just like it's kind of like you just put some like earplugs in and it's just like this peace that makes no sense um and that is like that um like encourages others and that brings people to Jesus like how many times have people asked like how are you so like happy like how are you so like you you just like obviously I have days where I'm sad but like people are like you're so like you have a light that like doesn't make sense and then there's an opportunity to tell them about Jesus right and you briefly mentioned like talking about like quietness and like how when you go like just 
feet under 10 feet under I think you said that it's just quiet and like something that a lot of people don't realize which I say a lot is that this world is so loud like so loud and it's crazy how loud it really is because I I've heard of one thing um and it's this it's this like room and I think it's in someone's house I can't really remember it's the quietest place on earth and there's been people that have went down there and they can't stay down there long it's just too quiet for them and I'm like dang like you know like that's just so crazy because we have to be willing to you know be quiet and like just listen to God because like the thing is is like a lot of people just have to be constantly doing something it's like everything just has to flow and it's not always like that you know there's got to be times where you just unplug and you you just set everything aside and you say God speak to me and those are some of the times that God will come over you and be like here's this here's that here here's what I've been trying to tell you for like months but you won't listen to me yeah yeah definitely I struggle with that a lot I'm someone I love to talk I love to socialize it's like and I've been like the Holy Spirit has convicted me so many times it's like you're so busy talking like you're not listening like I can't talk to you I can't use you because you don't stop and listen like you don't and I'm like that like whenever I'm doing anything like I want to hear something I want like something has to be going on because and and almost like I like to be busy sometimes you know and it's just like just like wow like really like what does that say if I can't sit in my room and be quiet and turn everything off like doesn't that like say something about like we become so used to all the noise like there's never any quiet and we're all so used to it because it's how it is but like if we're the ones talking or if we're paying attention to what everybody else is saying how are we going to hear God right for sure like something that I've realized is like I plan out my days because if I don't I don't get anything done so there's like a fine line in planning out and also just like letting letting what's gonna happen happen but like part of it is like sometimes I just write out my whole day and then it's like you didn't even leave time for God to just like speak to you you know you didn't just sit down for like 10 minutes just for the Holy Spirit to come over you and be like here's this. And I I want you to go do that with that. And like, I think that's something that's really, really powerful too, that we really need to do. Like we both agreed, like, and I think it's something that's like hard for like, even like hardcore believers, you know, like people who are like big faith people, you know, like they just, they could read scripture up and down, like side to side, back Mm -hmm. left to right. And like, part of the problem is, is that we can't be quiet you know like we can't just unplug from this world to let the holy spirit talk to us and i think that's another part of like i think that's a huge other reason of why like god allowed um like us to go into like a pandemic because i spent so much time just like being quiet and it's just like oh my gosh like i've realized that like i can't stand being by myself like i can't stand being alone like and that's something that god has really convicted me of I cannot stand just sitting and not talking to people. Like if, even if I'm in like chemistry class and I'm done my work and I'm sitting and I'm just sitting by myself, I feel that I'll like feel the urge to get up and go over to like people and start talking to them. That doesn't need to happen. Like maybe like, you know, like we don't have to be talking all the time. Like there's a verse, I think it's in Proverbs. Don't, I'm going to like not get the words right, but it's something along the lines of like, 
where like there's a lot of talking like there's trans there's transgression like it's easy for sin to come in when we're just blah 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 the whole time because that there's no like self-control in that when words are just constantly coming out you know but when when we take and that doesn't mean that like we need to be a silent person because I'm someone that likes to talk and that's absolutely fine and I think that God has used that in so many ways but I think it's also super important for me to learn to um like be quiet and listen and even listen to others sometimes and yeah well Ali it's been really great talking to you through this past I don't really know how long it's been but um it's been really great we discussed really important things I feel like and things that uh believers definitely uh really need to hear and non-christians even need to hear as well um and i'm really excited for next week's episode as well um and thank you all for tuning in tuning in if you haven't um checked out ali's social media if you don't know her go check that out it'll be in the show notes or the description if you're watching on youtube and uh, i really appreciate you all tuning into the podcast for another episode and we'll have another episode next thursday with a new guest and we'll ask them what would jesus do (laughs) 